Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Here are some of the California stories we're following. An atmospheric river is set to bring heavy rainfall to much of our state in the coming days. The Bay Area and Sacramento will see between two and five inches of rain. Snow levels in the Sierra Nevada could descend to about 6,500 feet. Precipitation will arrive in Southern California later in the week. No significant flooding is forecast, but residents are being asked to drive carefully and take reasonable storm precautions. Immigrant rights groups have filed a second complaint with the Department of Homeland Security over family separations at the border in San Diego County. Megan Zavala is with Al Otro Lado, one of the organizations filing the complaint. She spoke with KPBS in San Diego. We have times where it's maybe like a family group of four and one person is released one day and then two days later the next person, two days later the next person. So we haven't really been able to see a rhyme or reason uh, as to why. Many migrants are being kept in open-air camps in the desert east of San Diego, and critics complain about the unsanitary conditions and lack of proper shelters there. The conservative Christian majority that brought national attention to Temecula in Riverside County no longer runs that city's school board, at least for now. A board member who was elected last year with the help of a Christian political action committee has resigned. KVCR's Madison Ament reports. Danny Gonzalez stepped down effective immediately. He did not respond to KVCR's questions asking why. The Press Enterprise reports Gonzalez is moving to Texas for work. Julie Geary is with one Temecula Valley PAC that was formed to protect local government from what they view as religious extremism. Her group recently tried to recall Gonzalez, but didn't get enough signatures. We hope that with Mr. Gonzalez's departure from the school board, that the business of the board will get back to focusing on students and education Gonzalez was part of the school board majority that banned critical race theory and passed a policy to make schools notify parents if their child is transgender. The board will meet on Tuesday morning to decide whether to hold a special election or appoint a replacement. Meanwhile, a bid to recall the board's president is underway. The county is working to certify signatures on the recall petition. For the California Report, I'm Madison Ament. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
New numbers show that fentanyl continues to have a devastating effect on California. In Los Angeles County, fentanyl is now the number one cause of overdose deaths. And in San Francisco, fentanyl is believed to be involved in about 80% of the city's overdose deaths. Law enforcement also says the drug poses a threat to officers. For instance, the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office says one of its deputies recently needed the overdose reversing drug known as Narcan after handling fentanyl. But Experts say opioids were probably not the cause of his symptoms. From the California Newsroom, Brian Kranz reports. On October 31st, the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office responded to a gas station in Santa Rosa for a report that someone left behind what appeared to be fentanyl. Department spokesperson Rob Dillian says the deputy was careful when handling the substance. Because it looked close enough to suspected fentanyl that he didn't want to bother with it and very shortly started feeling effects. The sheriff's office says the deputy felt lightheaded, dizzy, and experienced rapid tunnel vision, but the symptoms went away after his partner gave him Narcan, which reverses the opioid's effects. He said that he had a headache afterwards, but that other than that, he was feeling fine. Stories of law enforcement officers needing Narcan after encountering fentanyl are often picked up by local media. In July 2021, a San Diego County Sheriff's deputy collapsed after handling fentanyl, his partner, believing it was an overdose, sprayed Narcan into his nostril. It's all right. Breathe. Breathe. The initial clip and subsequent news coverage went viral. Shocking body cam video released tonight by the San Diego Sheriff's Department. It shows a deputy on the brink of death after being exposed to fentanyl. But when unedited footage was released, medical experts were skeptical. Hope Smiley McDonald is a sociologist who published research in 2021 after she and colleagues interviewed 23 law enforcement officials from across the U.S. In the very first interview that we had with an officer, that person shared that just, you know, the thought that a grain of sand could kill you was more profoundly terrifying than the thought of getting shot or stabbed. And that just really stuck with us. Smiley McDonald says... Officers repeatedly pointed to a grave warning from the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration in 2016. A very small amount ingested or absorbed through your skin can kill you. But experts say that's not how fentanyl works. It's really not possible to be passively exposed to fentanyl to a degree at which you would develop clinical symptoms, certainly not overdose. That's Dr. Lewis Nelson chair of emergency medicine at Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School. He says law enforcement's fears of being in contact with enough fentanyl to overdose don't hold together. It's virtually impossible to imagine a situation where there's enough fentanyl in the ambient environment in which somebody walks into to develop instant onset of the same degree, if not worse. Symptoms of a fentanyl overdose include sedation and depressed breathing, but that's not what happened to officers in Santa Rosa and San Diego. Smiley McDonald says the symptoms that officers usually experience are likely consistent with an anxiety attack. The heart palpitations, the heavy breathing or the shortness of breath, the sweating, those are panic attacks. Those are not those are not overdose symptoms. So using Narcan, she says, might be a little bit of a placebo effect for them. The federal government has updated its messaging to first responders about handling fentanyl in the field. But Smiley McDonald says the fears still persist in the law enforcement community. And that fear poses dangers beyond panic attacks. So an officer gets called to an overdose and all of a sudden they're, they're hesitating to touch someone who, who might be overdosing, right? And, and seconds matter. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office didn't release many more details of the alleged deputy overdose. 
They declined our request to see body camera footage, citing an ongoing investigation, and wouldn't say if the deputy's blood was tested to confirm his symptoms were caused by an opioid. Dillian, the spokesperson, maintains that the department's assessment was correct. With additional reporting by NorCal Public Media's Greta Mart and Noah Abrams, for The California Report, I'm Brian Kranz. And that is The California Report for Monday, December 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Paint Care, now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.